Time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. Morning, Simi. All right. Well, I take it we have the return of the pandemic pessimist this morning. Yeah, the pandemic pessimist is back because of what the chief medical officer in Ontario is calling the triple threat. So you've got not one, but three viruses. You've got variations of COVID-19, including new variants that uh, are taking over. You've got RSV, which uh, haven't paid an awful lot of attention to over the years, but is doing a lot of damage. And you've got flu season, all of it combining to create We've already got a crisis in children's hospitals in Ontario, and I say, based on, as we know, what happens, what's happened in the past is what starts there eventually spreads to other provinces, so British Columbia may have a head start in dealing with this, but I think we should be headed toward stronger measures as well. So I know we're going to be speaking with Dr. Brian Conway about this a little bit later, uh, but it doesn't. Like, what are health officials here thinking? What is the rumbling about this? Well, the uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry responded to an email from Susan Lazaruk, uh, Post Media, yesterday, and that's in the paper today. So she's saying two or three things. She's saying, first of all, that masks are recommended uh, for... Uh, certain circumstances. So indoors, be mindful uh, of uh, minimizing exposure to grandparents over age 70, immunocompromised, think about children. So it's a it's a cautionary message. And, and that's about as far as Ontario is going at the moment, too. So it's not like we're way off uh, side on that. But uh, we're not where Ontario is. I see Adrian Dix uh, yesterday said, well, you know, the Ontario Children's Hospitals are already overwhelmed. They're at 100% capacity. We're more like 75% here. Uh, We don't have a lot of cases yet. I mean, that's the stats. That's acceptable. But again, I'm sort of going, yeah, but, you know, look where we're headed. And and as I say, there's three viruses out there. So, and this, this RSV one is really, really serious for little kids, for babies. It's it's yeah. really dangerous. And again, there's, an, there's another thing that happened with Children's Hospital here the other day, which is they've asked parents to stop bringing their kids to Children's Hospital unless it's really serious. They say that about half the cases that are ending up in the ER don't need to be there. They're not emergencies. They're clogging the ER. They're raising the risk for everyone. And they're creating genuine risk and frustration for parents who have little children who really are in serious state. So I put that together too, Simi, with the um, the thing we talked about yesterday that the provincial mm-hmm. government is saying, distributing information to parents saying, get, get your children vaccinated. The vaccination rates are low here. And we had that nitwit BC liberal MLA Ben Stewart saying why are they wasting money educating people on this well they're doing it because we're in a serious situation again now Stewart took down his stupid posting on that so but it it does tell you that we're acting in some parts of our society like this thing is over Simeon it's not over that is very true. So, yes, we'll talk more about that later on the show. But I also have to ask you this morning about this whole Surrey policing situation because it is kind of being thrown into now the province's lap. Yeah, so a low voter turnout in Surrey, a 28% mandate for the mayor, 
And she says this is a good enough mandate to reverse uh, what the last Surrey Council did, uh, which is to switch from the RCMP to Surrey Police Force. She says this is enough of a of a mandate to go back a 5-4 vote. Ah, you know, I, you, there's a lot of talk about there out there about what the provincial government should do. There's, there's, uh, they should order a referendum on this one issue and make it clear to Surrey residents that you know this is your decision. We're not just going to reverse direction. Um, the other option is, and there's a speculation that you know the New Democrats are the dominant party in Surrey in Surrey provincial politics, right? They they've got most of the seats out there, and whatever Surrey wants, they should get. That's the argument, right? So they didn't stop the last transition. Province accepted what Surrey Council wanted, Simi, on on canceling the light rail line and switching to SkyTrain at enormous expense. So there's speculation that well, whatever Surrey wants, Surrey gets. I I think the wisest course of action for the provincial government is don't blink, say nothing, wait until Surrey Council comes up with a plausible plan, fully costed on how it's going to do this and then look at the plan and judge whether or not it measures up. At this point, I really think letting Surrey Council and the new Surrey Mayor twist slowly in the wind on this issue is the wisest course for the provincial government. Agreed on that one for sure. Also, don't you think, Vaughn, moving forward, there has to be something that the province can put into place to make sure something like this can't happen again. Yeah, I think that's true. And, you know, uh, there's there's another issue out there, too, which is the there is a serious proposal for the provincial government to uh, go to uh, regional policing. Uh, and that's been out there for a long time, that a regional police force dealing with the big issues that overlap among municipalities would be a better way to go in the long run. So it would be, you know, a, a Surrey police force would muddy that. But I do, I do agree with you that I think the provincial government needs a long-term plan to how to deal with this because the issue is out there. Um, you will know that here in the provincial capital region, Victoria and Esquimalt were sharing policing forces but they had a huge falling out over it. Esquimalt has given up on it, says they were getting a raw deal. They were paying more than they needed to pay for less service. So here in Victoria, we're going back to atomization. I I do think in the long run that there needs to be provincial guidance on this, on whether or not we need regional police forces. Uh, maybe some serious discussion about whether or not we should have a provincial police force, although I don't think that's in the cards. And also, there's some indication that the federal government is not all that keen about maintaining local RCMP police forces. They Obviously, they want a national force to deal with national policing, but I don't think Ottawa would be all that disappointed to give up providing these local detachments if that's the way provinces and regions and cities want to go. I was also thinking that if, if cities want to do this, communities want to do this, that's fine, but there should be rules for how you do this, right? Like, yeah. don't just make it a municipal election. It should be a separate question and there should be a threshold of votes that you have to meet. Yes, I agree. And I think any plausible plan to do this 
has got to first and foremost now take the human resource issue into consideration. You've got a bunch of people who in good faith joined the new Surrey police force. And those people need to be taken care of. They shouldn't be left to twist in the wind by the council in Surrey. And I think that's the first thing the mayor has got to say is, don't worry. You know, wherever we end up on this, you're going to be protected. You're going to be looked after. You're going to be made whole. Because whatever you think about the merits of RCMP or Surrey police force, there are people who change their lives to go and work for the Surrey police force. And I think it's absolutely mandatory they be protected and made whole and compensated. Right. But that's something I feel like, is that even on the radar at this point of the province? Or are they just worried about what they're going to do in this situation? Well, I think the provincial government won't stand for it in the long run. I think that's one of the things they're going to be looking at in the Surrey police plan. But, you know, how long will it take Surrey to come up with this plan? I mean, you, you, you've moved, you've switched. They're now saying you can't hire any more people on your police force. Uh, you've got a mortgage, you've got a new house, you've got kids in school in Surrey. Like, how long are you supposed to wait for this thing to get sorted out? Those are the people that I feel sorry for in this, because because seriously, they went into this clear-eyed and good faith. They thought they were wanted by Surrey on the new Surrey police force, and they committed to it. Yeah, those are huge commitments, right? Leaving jobs where they probably had pensions and some service already. Sure. And, you know, in the long run, there's severance. In the long run, there's all kinds of things you can do. But I do think that while the governments are busy sorting this thing out, uh, that should be first and foremost in their minds. And uh, instead of taking a victory lap, the new mayor of Surrey should be issuing a very clear statement about her view of what should happen to those people. Exactly. All right, Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Cindy.